insurance ones before we're are, are we starting is this it are we doing it is that was that the intro <laughs> tasty nuggets <laughs> yeah yeah all right cool here we are uh, first of all let's start out by saying i do appreciate your pineapple shirt you like I, it i do i do thank you i uh i take it out on special occasions and i haven't worn it in a while so I, that's one thing i noticed about the videos is like my wardrobe like i don't i don't have like a walk-in closet Me with either. a ton of things. So like I'm watching, you know, over the years you're making a bunch. You're like, oh, man, I've had that shirt forever. Like wearing I wore it over the and shirt over. twice on two separate yeah. weeks. Just <laughs> happened to be the the uh, for this show that I wore the same shirt. Then I'm like, shit, I wore the same shirt twice. Yeah, son of a bitch. It's a faux pas. Uh, so we were just talking about what are we talking about today. What are we talking about? What are we talking We're about? Just talk I mean, about whatever. I I'll think. just tell you. I'll just tell you a, a simple, a simple, uh, a little story, a little, a little something, a tasty nugget that people can walk away with or maybe learn something from. So, you know, I'm I'm helping somebody out with a with a brochure with a flyer because I do graphic design work still. Um, it's something you know. Obviously, I started with. I feel like it's something that a lot of people do. Uh, and I don't feel like it's something that uh, I've, I've lost my, 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 uh, my passion for doing that stuff because it's so to me arbitrary where it's just like the process should be, you get all your information together. What do you want to convey? The facts, the address, the phone number, all the information, put it all together, list it. Okay. Now you get your imagery together. You get your high quality print ready photographs together. You get those ready. Now that you have those two things, you have your dimensions for whatever the brochure is, you could just start slapping the information in where it needs to go. And then after that point, to me, as long as you pick a nice font and everything's lined up and everything's clear and your information is clear, you're done. You're done, okay? If somebody hands me something with the information I want all on the flyer, I'm like, great. I paid you how much? This is what, how much, this is the value right here it's worth it. Thank you. Okay. There's so many people that, and I hear about this, like with Hollywood and stuff, like a, a director makes a movie or a screenwriter writes a script. And then you have these random producers coming in that they're not artists. They don't have any taste. They just, they're just doofuses and they want to justify their job. So they go in and they futz with it. They want to change it around the same thing with like, say a flyer or a brochure. If I'm making a flyer or a brochure for a real estate agent, I'm not making it for Picasso. I'm making it for a real estate agent. Yeah. So just, I understand little tweaks, fine. But like, get me all the information in the beginning. Give me all the information. We have a template. I'll put it in the template. You're done, okay? And, and the reason, the roundabout reason I'm getting to all this is because the other day, somebody had a brochure. Okay, I want the images changed. Okay. We're communicating via email. He sends me the, the, the images. I change the images. I send it back to him. Do not hear back from him. I don't hear back from him. He went to somebody else with a printed version, asked them for changes. That person went to somebody else to do the changes. Now, first of all, a line of communication is important to keep all your ducks in a row. It's important for the client. It's important for you. It's important for everybody. You you gotta you gotta categorize every email that you're 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 sending and receiving, organize it by client name, keep it all organized, and then respond to that similar project in that thread. Keep it all together, keep it all in one spot. So what ends up happening? He wanted these images. He needed it in a rush. I changed it. 
two, three days later, Roundabout comes back to me. He, he's angry because it's taking so long to get it done. I'm like, you didn't answer my email. You didn't send me the changes. Somebody else has them. And now there's all these different changes. Like the information was there. Now, what he did wrong was when he sent me the photographs, he should have sent me all the other changes. What you did in that instance is you made extra work for ev everyone involved. It should have just been me and him. He involved two other people. Mm -hmm. All these extra people are involved. So what's the ideal scenario? Well, when you first want to do the changes to the brochure, give me the photographs, give me all the details on it. I understand that not everybody, you know, sometimes you got to see it back to maybe want to know what you need. But when you're just making changes to a photograph, how did all these other things not get, get discussed, you know? There's been often times that I've done, made some brochures and then like, you know, six, eight weeks after I'm like, man, I wish I did these a little differently. So I think to, you know... I'm not disagreeing with anything that you're saying. I think it's all accurate. It's very accurate. Um, I hear what you're saying, though. No, it's for me. Well, that's okay. Then when you get your stuff, even if you have it printed, or before you have it printed, or you get a, one printed, or whatever the scenario may be for you, hand it out to six, eight, ten people. Mm -hmm. Let them be like, this is awesome, or, oh, I have a hard time reading this, or whatever, you know, and get that feedback. And then... Yeah, I, for, I agree. Like, go back to your original source. The work that was built on Esther, really a shitty, per, you know, shitty um, professional. Uh, the work is usually subsequent of whatever you give them input-wise, yeah. right? So if You it get what you give. Right. So, and, and, and I can see what you're saying, all this extra work, because now you have the original core template of everything, right? So now the other person that has to do it is trying to rebuild the work that's already done and yeah. then make the changes at the same time instead of just making... It's just, it's just not very efficient. The, 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 and the thing, too, is like my, my attitude on graphic... Th th this way of working on a project is something that should be used across the board, video. It doesn't matter what it is. It should always be a streamlined process. You should always keep track of it via email so that you could follow. I have people that argue with me you know, people will bring stuff up and I'm like, don't, because I have it all categorized mm -hmm. in Gmail. I have filters set up so that when I get an email from a specific person, it gets tagged as being that client or that person. I have it all organized. So if you try to bullshit me, you really can't because I, I always keep it in email because I always want it organized. But when it comes to a project like this, you're just making more steps for everybody. And when it comes to, say, a flyer, you can hand it out to six to eight other people, but don't let them talk to you about, oh, it should be more purple or it should be lighter or this or that. It should just be, can you read it? Can you understand yeah. it? Very practical way I'm looking at it because ultimately, as long as somebody can read it, it doesn't matter how purple it is. As long as somebody can read it, it, everything else doesn't matter. Like you're trying to get everything. It's all subjective beyond that. If you're, if you're, if you have a, a $20 off coupon and you could read that right on the front, $20 off your next order and it's right there and that's what you wanted, then that's all that matters. Everything else, you know, rely on the graphic designer you've hired, get it done and get it out of the way because all the other stuff is just like not not as important. And in this particular scenario, you said it's a real estate brochure. Yeah. So it's even more like Oh, it's maddening. It's who, maddening who because because uh, it's it's maddening. It was maddening for a number of reasons. A, 
he he printed out the old brochure, but it was an old version. It wasn't even the latest version of the brochure. B, um, a, a lot of the changes, it was just like, no one gives a shit. Like, just put the, what, what is, what are you selling? Is the information clear? Is, is that all done? Who are, and, and furthermore, like, are you emailing this to people? Like, are, are you printing them out and giving them to people? I doubt it. That's what I was just going to ask you. Like, what are you making a brochure for as a real estate agent or whatever that's Man. viable in today's market? You know, I mean, like, for me, like, what, what I don't need. It's not a fucking I know. takeout menu. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm dealing. I'm dealing with like. You know, I'm dealing with people that are in there like, you know. Boomers. Yeah, I'm dealing with boomers. And it's just like, guys. Antiquated marketing techniques that don't work anymore. Antiquated marketing techniques that nobody uses anymore. That's because, this episode. <laughs> because, like, you don't need to print out. And I've told this to people before. I'm just like, you. what are you, why are you printing this out? Just they make want, it digital and send it out in your email. Yeah, or this whatever. company wants five. We need five copies of every new brochure. Say they have 30 listings. We want five copies of each. I'm like, we're not doing this anymore. This is stupid because you're printing them all out. And guess what? You're not using any of them. And then we get what we have happened today. So or, or happened the other day was, you know, somebody prints out an old brochure or gets a file from God knows where. It's like, go online, go on the website. All the information is on the website. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't see a, a market for that anymore. I don't know how that works, how it's still a sustainable business. And I'm not talking about real estate. I'm just talking about, like, brochures. Everything is so throwaway now, too. Yeah. You know, like, no, even business cards. Yeah. You know, oh, like, man. business cards are, like, the biggest throwaway ever. I love a good business card, but, you, like... I don't care for it at all. If somebody has a nice... Uh, we talked about this before, like, American Psycho, where it's on, like, a nice linen, and it's got, like, uh, you know, it's got the raised ink, and it, it's beautiful card. I've made some really cool uh, business cards, but that was, like, back in the... This is, like, going on, like, 10 years antiquated, plus ago. like I said. Yeah. Oh, super antiquated. Like, people hand you a business card, and it's just, like... What am I supposed to do with this? If I take you, a picture with it, if, if anything. Exactly. If I was interested in your, your company or whatever that scenario may be, the first thing I'm going to ask you, like even like when people come in here, like what's your IG? You know, that's, yeah. that's the first thing for me. And from your IG, I should be able to get to any other outlet digitally that you have. I should be able to get to your website. I should be able to get to your Facebook. And, and in, for me, it's like, you don't have to have a paid vice to make this happen. Like this could happen with the Linktree. Linktree yeah. is free. Yeah. Well, but, Linktree. Well, there is a paid yeah. platform for it yeah. if you want some premium options. But for the most part, if you want to just have all of your outlets in you one can make area, a web page, call it, you know, Linktree, have it on your website and send in your bio there. on Instagram yeah. where it says your website, you put your Linktree yeah. and that'll drive people to your YouTube, to your Facebook, they to don't, your Instagram. Yeah, people don't. I mean, especially this, this is the, now we're getting into like the meta work because it's not even about it's the dog pile of internet bullshit. searches do you well, remember that website dog pile i remember well, the name pre-google uh-huh that was pre-google there was like dog pile it was the first oh, I do search yeah, yeah. engine that was out there that's how old i am <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i mean but like the, 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 we're getting into this meta idea of like Okay, we're making a brochure, but but take a step back from that why are we making a yeah. brochure even for me, like we have some brochures for the studio here, which is printed when we first opened. It's up. good to have if you're standing. Oh, hey, look at this if you right. want to look at it. But you you don't you don't need a thousand of them. You could print them on demand, mm -hmm. or you could be like, hey, do you got your phone here? Like 
QR code or I'll shoot you this via text. Here's the link tree. Go look at the information there. Even the, those cards that are pre-programmed now, that instead of having like business cards that you hand out, you have those cards that have the chip in them and then they can tap them on some. Oh, yeah, phone yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like a QR code. The R, the R, what is it? The R something you chip. Know, yeah. I had business cards with them and it was before anybody else did. So like. I had it, but it, could, it was useless. Like yeah, nobody, nobody had was it. doing it. Yeah, nobody had it. So I was like, great, this is awesome. There was another thing too that I thought was really cool um, that never really kind of like launched that we grabbed at first. And I really like the concept of it. It's kind of cool. So you take your phone, camera, and it, it, whatever the object is, you put it over the object. And when you put it over that object, um, it animates something. Oh, wow. You know, oh, like augmented reality yeah. type stuff? Yeah, it was really cool. They're doing so, that with NFTs now. So if you were like in your brochure or something and it had a picture mm -hmm. in your brochure, since we're talking about brochures, yeah. why not tie it in? Yeah. It had a picture and you hovered, you had your phone over that picture. That picture would then animate and then turn into something else. A Pokemon. Be, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or a cat nft <laughs> yeah i mean but that's the thing is like when i'm talking about like this whole idea of like the meta it's like we're making this brochure but why are we making this brochure is it is it for you to go out and sell the property or is it for you to feel like you're actually doing something because no one is going to you know it's it's an it's a it's printed out on 11 by 17 folded in half it's a it's a four panel eight and a half by 11 is it brochure for like it's for a property. A, a property development with different models, and it's like no. you have five different stuff. No, it's, it's for one same, single house. It's the same template that they've so, used for 10 plus years. What's the difference between. Okay, let me let me like rethink this. Why make this brochure? Why invest your dollars in making this brochure when. Um, a, first of all, like layman's in, mm -hmm. in real estate, yeah. you know, the first thing you're going to do is Google the address. You're going to yeah. look at the Google street view of it. You're right? going to go to loop. You're going to go to loop net. Well, loop net's more commercial. You're going to go to Zillow. I'm talking about a commercial. Right. All right. You know, uh, whatever you can tour that facility yeah. uh, moving forward. Most real estate agents that are digitally savvy tend to outside of showings, especially during the, 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 uh, virus pandemic, they were doing virtual. You can do a, a oh, virtual yeah. tour of anything anymore. Yeah, those like matter. So what's the premise things? of a brochure? It's just like I said. It's just to make the agent feel like they're actually doing something. Um, you know, you're you're gonna email it, which is fine, I guess. But you could, you know, what you could also do. You could just send them a link to the property on the website. <laughs> yeah. You could just say, hey, here's the link with all the information on the website. We don't you know, need to, you know, make this brochure. For me, I would like to see it like a layout too. So, you know, like, and that also for me would be like digital. If I can't have access to a digital, I become also like one of these newer technology snobs. Like I want access to stuff now. Like if I'm interested in a space and I know we're not like gearing this towards real estate, but for me personally, looking for future forward spaces for rect in studios, like I want to see a floor plan. Yeah. I want to understand the space. I want to know the ceiling height. I want to know, is there beams? Are there no beams? You know, when I, when I mean by beams, I mean like beamed, uh, whatever, every 30 yeah. feet for support. If it's an open area, yeah. those are the things I want to know. And I don't want to like go to the local ERA 
freaking office and go pick up a brochure from Michelle Smith Herzenberg, <laughs> you know, or whoever, you know, and be like, 65 hey, year old I, woman that's handing you a piece of paper. Can I have one of, of these paper. brochure things? That's yeah. like taking the fucking auto shopper well, on the, the way problem, out of a, a Wawa. There's the problem with these brochures. Okay. So to make a case for the brochures, when, when you're a boomer, a lot of people in the commercial real estate industry are like the the people the players are actually super old. So like they love you a got nice your brochure. Gray suits, yeah. you know, most folks you know. like that. I, I would always go I'd make fun of the, the office, I'd go in and they'd have all these rolled up maps. I'd be like, What are you guys pirates? Like where are you guys going with all these maps? Are you cartographers? Yeah, like what do you I mean a cartographer would have it on their phone. Like, I mean you don't need that's the problem with the brochure as well, is the dimensions. You're 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 in this finite box, whereas like uh, they're called strip maps where you want to see a, a graphic representation of all of the shopping centers in a certain area. So if you're trying to fit that on 11 by 17 or eight and a half by, uh, you know, eight, uh, a half by 11 piece of paper, you you have this little tiny area to go in. Well, if I just give you a, a, a JPEG of all these images or a PDF where each page could be whatever size I want it to be, they don't have to be constricted to whatever bullshit you want it to be. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a lot more information across on the flip side of that. You know, there are old people that aren't looking at, you know, these, these people that own these shopping centers or own, you know, or lease a space. Some of them are super old or they're like foreign and old, which is like the dynamic duo of like ineptitude where you're not just going to be able to understand the technology. So in certain cases, you're going to need that brochure. But for the most part, you're not. And it's not going to, you know, it's, it's, it's this thing where kind of you, you got to go back. Make sure all the information's correct. And maybe, just maybe, we should start thinking about different ways of approaching it. But then you get into this whole other business. Talk about, like, meta business. Like, am I here? If somebody comes in to, to, your, to, your, to your establishment, they want a video or they want to work with you on some kind of audio-visual kind of level. You're not there to fix their business you're no. not there to tell you they want something they you agree to the terms you know they sh- you shoot it and they, they you give them the the product and then they pay you. i often find myself too nice especially with like you know clients sometimes like podcast clients and i see like consistent mistakes and i'm like look like <laughs> you know in the nicest way possible which is like really solid advice but it's like look you need to start doing this you need to start being a little more interactive you need to start promoting your podcast before you do your podcast you know like don't just expect people if you're doing a live stream podcast Mm -hmm. to just and i talked about this in a previous episode uh, to just tune in yeah you know what i mean if you're not putting any information for them and not just like an hour before you want to do it like the week before you know the week right right after when you release the the video and be like oh make sure you tune into our next show on friday at nine o'clock you know on maybe on Monday, you might want to put an Instagram story out that says, you know, it's a clip and it's like, make sure you catch us live on Friday nights, you know, and then yeah. again, you know, on Wednesday and then again on Friday, live tonight at nine o'clock. And they don't listen to a damn I thing. Mean, I don't saying. do it all the time either. No, so I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, you know how I am. Better. But like the, the but, funny, the, the funny thing is, is like you're telling people that and it is super helpful. It's similar to me being like, why are we doing this brochure the same way? Um, you know, you're putting it out there and they're not going to, I would imagine that they're not really listening to what you're saying. No, and they're not. And for me, uh, I think what I, I'm thinking of a particular podcast, I see longevity in 
in the sense of I want their podcast to be successful because I want them as, as terrible as it sounds. I mean, I'm a business guy. That's not terrible. But, but I, I want them to be able to continue to pay me yeah. to do their show because well, it's, it's revenue for yeah. me. And if they don't. It's also generate, marketing for you, too. If it looks good, they do put it out there. Well, where'd you get that done? Exactly. So yeah. there's so many birds that you hit with a stone, you know, so it's in my best interest for you to be successful yes. in what your endeavor is. However, like you said. You know, it's also not my job to be like, look, dude, your graphics suck. Yeah. You know, like you guys, you know, I, I hear podcasts that sometimes could be really successful. They just need to clean up what their their content, like how they're addressing stuff, cursing, derogatory things. Like, I, of course, I like to curse. I like to just spout stuff off from time to time. But, you know, understand the medium. Understand also that you're sacrificing. If you want to be a say-it-all type person, right, then you have to sacrifice a market, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, Bible Belt kind of, the, uh, you know, uh, market or it's the kids market. And when you circumvent the kids market, uh, you're really if you have something that could be like translated to kids and you're using like curse words or anything like that or in a, you're in losing out, you're losing out on big time. YouTube's going to like big yeah. time, big time, big yeah. time. So, I mean, not to, die, to 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 actually change directions and. I was just trying to kind of tie the things together well, yeah. in an analogy that I'm more familiar with than brochures. I don't I think it all kind of fits together. It's just like what are you trying to accomplish with this? And that's ultimately what we were kind of beginning to talk about with the stupid brochure was like, what are you trying to accomplish with this? This is what you want done? Okay, here it is. It's done. Now it's done. Now move on to doing something what else. What are or they accomplishing by that brochure? The what, only what is the purpose of it? Is it to sell is it to sell the space it's, or rent the space? It's it's to rent a space. So like, you know, the old school method of doing this stuff is, you know, you, you, you the old school method of doing it and what I've learned over the years is and I almost got back into commercial real estate too because because uh, I was having a kid and I know what I was doing. I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll do this." And I learned a lot, but it's like what you want to do is you want to take that brochure uh, you either want to bring it to say say uh, Johnny has a pizza uh, a pizzeria like you know ten minutes away and you have a mm -hmm. spot that would be good for a pizzeria. You want to be able to go there and be like, hey, here's the brochure. Okay. You know, this is a good spot. You have a good spot. Maybe this will be a good spot for you. Here's all the demographics and, and everything that's going on. And what that could kind of lead to is either a they want to move to the spot or b maybe they're looking for another spot and you could you could sell them now they have a brochure with the information on it and that's great. But I don't think a lot of people are do a I, I know people aren't doing that back before yeah. COVID pounding and the now yeah, 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 pounding so. the pavement. It's so funny. There's this there's there's two different kinds of agents. There's like the seasoned boomer and then there's these young doofuses and the seasoned boomer has a lot of knowledge and a lot of networking like yeah. they know a lot of people. Uh, and then the, the, you know, the young doofus knows how to use technology. So if, if you could like marry those two things together, you'd have a good thing, but you'd kind of do have to still pound the pavement, make phone calls. People are scared to make phone calls. Yeah. You know, there's a double edged sword there, man. I don't think that today's society, even pre COVID, you know, talking post COVID, whatever, are really, uh, accepting of. Uh, let's let's use the more official word for pounding the pavement, which is solicitation. Yeah. Right. And, and I don't think a lot of people are really warm no. to the idea, like back in the 80s, 70s, 60s, even 
um, where you know there was toy salesmen that would in your neighbor that could come to your house. My dad, yeah, my dad was an Electrolux vacuum salesman. He go right. door to door. Now and, and and I see it here. Even I mean, we have a brick and mortar oh. space, obviously. But yeah. when people just randomly walk in, like, hey, so I want to you know see if we can you know check your Verizon speed. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, Get the fuck out of here. Why are you here? Like I'm fucking busy right they, now. Yeah, I mean the thing is, it's a numbers game, so they must do it. It must work on some level. And when it comes to real estate and stuff. If you're a good salesman, you could go into a place and kind of, you know, whatever. It'll It's a numbers game. It'll, it'll work some of the time. And when it works in commercial real estate, you're balling. If you get that money coming in, oh, my God. They used to say when I was a kid, which probably isn't socially uh, climate acceptable anymore, but when I was a kid, you know, the advice from a, the older dudes was ask girls out. If you ask 100 girls out and 99 of them say no, one of them is going to say yes. Yeah. Now you can't ask girls out anymore. Yeah. But yeah. That's another topic. Yeah, and if, you're going to find a hundred, like, you know, some of them might be busted. Anyway, <laughs> so, like, so th there's this there's this weird, you know, it, it, making the brochure leads to these other problems to where it's like, on one side, it's like, I want to help you out, but do you want to help yourself out? And then another thing that comes into play is what is the goal of the brochure? Let's, let's talk about a strategy that will fit in today's day, like today's you know, age where we could figure out what's going to help you, you know, is, is a brochure really going to, what's the scenario? You're going, you're going to a, you're going to a meeting, you have a brochure. Do you think people are really going to take you seriously with a, with a brochure? Like who's not, yeah. Does that legitimize you? I, I, yeah, exactly. And the other thing too, is like, I've helped them out with, um, they were sending out these letters they're like, oh, we want to make personal letters. Like well, mailers or doing mailers. Like they were mail doing thing? they were doing literal envelopes with letters stuffed yeah. in them and mailing them out. That's and expensive. Uh, are they doing it themselves or are they paying a service for it? Because well, it's expensive. James. Well, James, let's get to that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so they were they were all doing it in house. They had a machine. Uh, it would take the admin, you know, the secretary. I call you know, it's just the admin. She's doing a lot of administrative. Uh, the administrative person in the office, the office worker. I don't know what the fuck she's called. Anyway. She would have to take care of all this, get the envelope ready, mer merge it all together, right? Like you, you have to get all the letters, you have to get the envelopes, you have to get all the, the stamps, all the, all the stuff together, stamp machine, whatever. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, hey man, like these are going out. How long does this take you? Oh, it takes me about eight hours to put all these together. I'm like, huh. I'm like, okay, and we, do we know the return on this? Like, what, what do we, you, how many do you get back? How many calls do you, no, we don't really track that. I'm like, huh. I'm like, okay, well, there's a service online where we can make postcards. So I set this all up. I saved them a ton of money on doing, a ton of money and time. It went from eight hours to like 15 minutes to be like, boop, all right, there's the file, goodbye. Mm -hmm. the, the, the the website ships it all, all the stupid postcards out. So you just upload a CSV file or something like that? It's uh, I, I would just make like a, yeah, like a Photoshop, like a JPEG or whatever, and just like send them out. Now, did I solve a problem? Yes, I did. But ultimately, it's like, okay, again, I solved a problem for some archaic thing you were doing, and that's great. But... How many calls did we get on this? Are we tracking it on the back end to say, is this actually working? Or, much like the brochure, are we just doing this to make ourselves feel like we're actually getting something done? Like, are well, you- feel proactive. Yeah, are you, are you, another, another example of this would be, um, they would have the admin 
uh, Google business. I want all the bagel stores in, uh, in Monmouth County. And I would be like, isn't there a process that we could do like a, like an automated? No, no, no. So of course I, being a wise ass, I like look into it and if there, there's, there's a hundred percent a way to automate how to get, extract the data for all the bagel stores in Monmouth County. So again, save them hours and hours of work. I don't even know what that is, but I know that there is definitely market analysts too that you can reach out to that will look up the comparable businesses in your yeah. neighborhood and give you back a very detailed report. Oh yeah. Oh, know. that's another thing. Outsourcing stuff. Like instead of hiring somebody in inside an office to figure out how to put census data on a map of New Jersey, how about you pay somebody three to 400 bucks. That's an expert that's a that's a cartographer we're talking about before that's an expert on putting all this information together you could in this day and age you could pay somebody to do that and in the fraction of time and to more precision get it done quicker and better and faster like we live in a day and age where like you got to start thinking about these things like wow i'm looking up bagel stores in monmouth county there's got to be an easier way to do this or i need all of the mcdonald's in new jersey and there are a lot let me tell you like there's got to be a way to get the database there is there's an answer to all this stuff but like ultimately i don't think people are really looking for like you know like what people get so far away from their actual goal, which is selling shit. Like I want people to buy services or buy a physical product. They get so divorced from that idea. They're more worried about like, Oh, what, what font is on my website? It's like, how long is it going to take you to pick that? How long is it going to take you to actually sell something? Mm -hmm. You know, like, let's get back to that part of it. Like let's sell stuff. Let's figure out how to I don't do that. Pay attention to that shit. And also, you know, it goes back to what we say on our Thursday night show. Don't be cheap. Yeah. You know, don't be cheap sometimes. Mm -mm. I'm in the time is money business. Time is money here. Oh, yeah. That's how we bill by yeah. time. So for me, encapsulating time and, and making sure that it is as fluid as possible, optimizing everything that happens is, is ideal for me. I don't understand while you now have... See, this is the thing that kills me, and I understand that some folks are a little bit older, okay? I have a mom. She's in her 70s, you know, like she's older. But you literally have the world of information at your fingertips. You don't have to go to the library. You don't have to use the Dewey Decimal System. You know, <laughs> I actually had somebody tell me that the other day. You know to what that is, you yeah. know? Like, you can literally be like... Type into Google. You don't even know how to ask the question right. And Google will tell you how to spell it correctly. <laughs> you can type into Google, like, you know, whatever. You use McDonald's. How many McDonald's are in New Jersey? And, like, if it doesn't already give you that answer, it's definitely going to have somebody's going to be smart enough to, to have sponsored those keywords that there will be a link up oh. that you can click on and find that's somebody I found, to help you do it. That's exactly how I found uh, – I. I, one day I was just like, there's got to be, instead of me sitting here and I, I don't care like how much money I would make versus how much time I'm going to save, there's got to be a way of figuring out how many 7-Elevens without me having to search each one, you know? Another funny thing is uh, they would have me, because when you're looking for like especially national retailers, you know, they want to have a certain mile radius around all of their stores and make sure that if they're going to make a new store, it's outside of that radius. 
So what would they do? And this is actually a McDonald's one. It actually, uh, I saw somebody, it, it drove somebody a little off the wall. Um, they had somebody sit down and you have to go into Google Earth, plot out all the points. Okay, we have all that data, plot out all. Okay, now we need a mile ring around each, you know, maybe say there's like 109 McDonald's. There's, there might be more. Um, in all of New Jersey. So somebody spent their weekend you got to go into Google Earth. You got to click the button. You got to click here. You got to draw. Okay. Uh, is it a mile? Almost a mile? Just a mile? 0.99999. Okay. It's a mile. Boom. Go to the next one. Do it again. Go to the next one. Do it again. Do it 106 times. And again, I was like, I'm never fucking doing it. If you ask me to do that, I will not do that. Yeah, I'm like, that there crazy. has to be a way to do that. So I researched it. I drew up a plan. I've put a bu budget together. I said, look, it's going to cost between $700, $900 for a coder to do this. That's actually not bad. No. And we got it done. It took now when you do that, it, t it takes a painstaking amount of time. Now, when they need to do that, we could just go to the, to the code that I had because the thing is, is like, since I know jack of all trades, master of none, like I know enough, like I know how to code. I know how to do Photoshop, graphic design, all this shit. So I know enough to, to be dangerous to the point where uh, a, a, somebody can't bullshit me. If I ask somebody, hey, I need you to be able to go into the Google API for maps, use the JavaScript code, figure out how to output this as a KMZ file, an XML file, or a JSON file. And I want an interface that has like, these are the inputs I want there to be. Like I, I could draw it all out and be like, you can't bullshit me. This is what I want. If you don't deliver this, then you did a bad job. So I'm in a, a good position. I'm in a good position for my clients and I'm in a good position for my business to where I could just be like, I know how to do it or how it should be done. And I could hire the right person to get it done. So I found the right person to do it. They were a pain in the ass. I'll never work with them again. Cause they were actually, they weren't, they were very good coders, but they were, they were dicks. So like, I'll never work with them again, but they got it done. So thank you. But also you're a dick. Um, but anyway, paid them the, I think it was 700 something dollars and something that would take you all weekend could be done now in minutes. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Yeah. You know, it really is. So the, you know, technology is your friend. Yeah. For the is most it? part. Hey, yeah. Friend. Yeah. Um, also I thought about this while you were saying that, uh. and this is so off track. Oh, shocker. But have you heard from RIP Trent? R.I.P. Trent. I can't wait to see the the guy that I know that that Trent was oh, you, was the, interning. The, the advertising agency. I didn't. I haven't talked to that guy in a while. I think some something might be coming up soon where where I'll have to it, like talk to him, and I'm just gonna be like, "What happened?" So we don't have episode one tasty nuggets. We don't have dynamic. We don't video. have the dynamic. I I could reach out to him again. The the kicker with that whole thing, and this is going back to the whole idea of boomer versus doofus. Uh, which Trent is kind of a, I, I, I was a doofus. Like I know what it's like to be young and just completely yeah, oblivious that. to the opportunities around you. And I'm not saying that like this is a Hollywood and it was a big opportunity. I'm just saying every chance you have to gain experience, to have on your resume, mm -hmm. oh, I worked with Rec Productions. I shot this footage. I learned a little bit more. Network is yeah. no work or network. Yeah. Like if Trent ever came to me ever again, I'd be like, Oh, okay. I wouldn't say anything mean. I wouldn't say anything nice. I'd just be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see what I can do. And I would never, never do anything because he he just kind of fell off. Well, it's also about not only that, it's about who you know. You don't yeah. know what the network 
of any particular person may be valued at, right? Yeah. Like, so everything comes back to be small worlds. How many times have you had a Kevin Bacon moment, six degrees of separation? Oh, yeah. and you're like, oh, you know, that? like, well, I know them. They're my cousin, whatever. R.E.P. Trent. R.E.P. Trent. There are people that we I'll all know that we say, oh, well, we see Trent here and whatever. And we're like, I don't know about him. He tends to be a little flaky. Well, yeah, he's got now if if I ever, you know, he's he's probably going to, you know, fly his skinny ass off to L.A. or some <laughs> fruity kind of, you know, territories where he could get get work done. If he can, the mousy fuck. He was so like me, me, me. It's so meek. It's, it was yeah, just like it was, anyway, it was he was just a little, little awkward. Yeah, which is fine. Like I, I'm, I, I'm I've been awkward. I will be awkward and I have been awkward. But it's like and I don't mean to like, you know, just be name calling. It was just such a frustrating experience to be like, bro, just send me all the you have to do. Yeah. Like I'll pay you for the footage. Yeah. Just drop it in Google Drive. Yeah. That's all you got to do, bro. Yeah. You don't need to even come. I'll see. I'll, I'll see if he, he probably wouldn't even, the, the kicker for that, the funniest part to me was that when I reached out to him via email, via phone, his excuse for two weeks later to get back to me was, oh, I was on, I was on vacate. Like he's like, he's some baller. Like he's some like retiree that like, you know, which I would understand if it was some millionaire and he's like, sorry, I was on vacation with my, my girlfriend. I didn't have my phone. But you're you're twenty nothing years old. I email you and text you. You you tell me you didn't see my text and you couldn't be like, oh hey man, I'm out. Blah blah blah. He or, he emails me. Dude, he's I'm like, I'm on vacation. Yeah, I'm on vacation with my girlfriend. I'm like, dude, bro, like bad attitude, bad attitude. So if I if I ever run into his network of people again, I, I'm definitely gonna be like, what's up with that guy? I'm like, whatever happened with that? Not a good you know? look. Not a good look at all. No. And that's, you know, that's... I wonder if he has any brochures. He probably, he probably doesn't. He probably, you know, he pro he definitely, he's probably, you know, he's probably on Snapchats and all the things the kids are, he's probably doing TikTok dances and shit. He's probably, yeah, he's probably doing TikTok <laughs> dance. Maybe he's a millionaire by now. Who knows? But like, you know, I, 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 yeah, that whole, that whole, that whole process was just like, I don't know what I'd rather be. I guess, you know what? Honestly, I'd rather be dealing with a boomer that needs a flyer than some, some, some youngster yeah. that like you know the ghost tactics man yeah their ghost tactics are crazy they're so afraid of conflict oh man i what try not to i know that there's motivated people out there and i don't want to be ageist but it just seems like you know there's there's something lost in that like you know in in that i i know for you know my my, my younger brother who's like i want to say he's God, how old is he now he's, he's like he's got to be 24 Maybe he's like 24 years old, but he's spot on. He, 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 the company he works for, he's in charge of, of a, he, he manages a large group of people that are like twice his age and he's in charge because he knows how to talk to people. He's motivated. He, he knows how to look people in the eye and communicate. And there's just something lost with a lot of people. So I can't say it's everybody because my brother is is definitely an exception. It's not everybody. But there's a, there's a huge group of people uh, at Whole Foods uh, I'm getting I'm getting checked out at Whole Foods and, and the and the young lady at the register, I'm like helping her bag. And I was like just talking to her about she's like, ah, I'm feeling really rushed. Yeah, you told me that. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I love telling people that story. And like and, and it's like it's like you're feeling really rushed. You're 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 checking people out at the groceries. Yeah, What's putting the items in a bag? Yeah. You like have anxiety from that. Yeah. And but see, the problem is and I don't want to go off on like some crazy like one sided. But the problem is, is that the world today says that that's OK. Yeah. 
But the world I grew up in, which isn't that long ago, yeah. that wasn't okay. Yeah. When I was a kid and I was younger, you were bringing this up, and you're like, your brother's good. And I, and I can relate to this, too, because uh, at one point, I worked for a guy uh, that owned a delivery service that drove a straight truck, and he was a former Marine. Mm-hmm. And in that comes with a lot of Marine qualities that get passed down in the sense of he was neurotic about organization, the way things were put back, and they always put things back the right way, the way things, straps were hung up, what time you show up there, how you handled the maps, close the maps, when you're because at that time we didn't have GPS. You were a right? pirate. We were using real maps, and, yeah. you know, like that's how they – so there was that. When I got done with college, I went over the road as a tractor-trailer driver, mm-hmm. which is an absorbent amount of responsibility. You know, yeah. You're driving an 80,000-pound 80 uh, 80, vehicle, 40-ton vehicle that's 80 feet long across the country, over mountains, you know, and, and, and everything in between, um, which also instills a lot of responsibility. Yeah. So by the time I was 21 years old, yeah. you know, like – my moral compass was very strong mm-hmm. and you know like i understood responsibility and getting back to i couldn't see and, trent like uh you know truck trucking no i can't <laughs> see trent doing much besides I, uh, maybe i'm hanging out at the beach and maybe i'm so maybe i'm so hard on trent because unlike what you're saying is i, I was that goofy awkward kid when i was younger and it took me a little while to kind of the experience though is what led me to be break out of that you grow so maybe maybe there's hope for trent maybe he will have a little yeah i mean have a have a protein shake and do some push-ups and like you know just learn how to talk to people i I have very small margin for stuff like that in love given my brain dude i'm gonna be honest with you i think that we again i'm not like on a soapbox here i just think we enable a lot of things to happen that shouldn't happen anymore you know and that because of that it, there's only one sense of, um, I don't want to like, I'm trying to be like, like very kit gloves with how I approach what I'm trying to say. So, uh, I think that we may, we need to toughen up and maybe not allow stuff like this to be okay. I don't, I don't mean that there's like physical repercussions of it. I mean like, but there should be accountability for, for piss poor responsibility yeah i mean maybe it's not okay it's not like oh well you're suffering from stress right now do you need to go take a break from bagging girl i'll bag the rest of them for you it's okay yeah either you know like yeah i'll take care of it for you yeah like i was like i'm really not like i'm not being aggressive i'm i'm not being aggressive at all i just i'm I'm helping you back people people usually say thank you you know what troubles me is that she could go to her manager Mm -hmm. of of, and i've not seen her there since i really i I, i'm really i'm anxious right now and i really just need to take a 15 minute break and the the snowball effect of the okay that's okay continues because then the manager's not like no your 15 isn't until after 12 o'clock. Well, I mean, like I said, know, I, the, I haven't seen okay. her there since, so I think she just wilted she away. She just wasn't cut out for cashier I work. I guess. I mean, it's like... Too high stress. Yeah, too too high high stress environment. You can't take it. Then, I guess, get the hell out. Get a get a job with Trent, wherever the hell he is. Maybe. Try working for Gordon Ramsay. Oh, my God. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I see that guy yelling. I, I was the type of person, too. I have a chip on my shoulder. Or I did when I was younger where I would yell. I got, I've gotten fired from so many jobs. I would yell back at people. And I, I was, I was, you know, I, I was not, 
I was not the model employee, but you learn after a while that you can't really. You can't do that. You can't do that. We do not condone that here on these no. nuggets. <laughs> no, but at the same time, it's not like, you know, you, you deal with certain people in business where you're going to put up with something on both sides for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was subletting a space from from somebody um, who, who I considered to be friendly with. And they exhibited these like manic or like, I don't want to, you know, like a bipolar manic kind of an attitude where like, you know, I'm, I'm subletting space. We, we were, we were working on things together and they would just like snap. And one day I just like looked him in the eyes like, here, here's your keys. I'm like, I'm out. They're yeah. like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. So you kind of have to have this give and take. I imagine if you're asking people to do work at your job, it's not like you're like, like messing with their mind or like busting their chops, you know, on certain things. If, no. if they're late, you might be like, hey, man, like we started at this time. Could you not do this anymore? Yeah. If it was a, a, you know, thing that happened over and over, that's a problem. Yeah, then you have to address you know? it for sure. I mean, listen, you have to, I think being a business owner and having people that work you know, with and for you, you have to be tolerant of the fact that people are humans and they have problems yeah. and they have their own family problems and they oversleep just like you can oversleep oh, yeah. or, you know, something happens that you weren't anticipating. So there, there needs to be a threshold for that. But there are things that I think are unacceptable for sure. And I think that yelling back at people is not a good one. Nah. You know, at the end of the day, when, when somebody's working, first of all, you know, as an owner, we want to pave a congenial environment that people feel secure and happy to, to also be in that place where it's not like, <sighs> yeah, I got to go to work this morning. I mean, you may feel that about it. I mean, I feel like that sometimes and I own my own businesses. <laughs> you know, I just want to have like a day off or just chill out uh, and not yeah. have responsibility. That's not adult life. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, you, you want to have a, a, a place where people want to come in or passionate about their work. You know, uh, A, B, you know, at the end of the day, while you're here, and I'm saying the hypothetical you, and I'm paying you. Yeah. I'm not asking you to do me favors. Yeah. Like, I'm paying you <laughs> to do these things. Yeah. It's not like, hey, do me a favor. Like, no, like I'm giving you a monetary reward for that. One, which of you have agreed to, to take, and, and hopefully most people, they don't do this, but pay their, their people well because yeah. don't be cheap. Um, don't be cheap. You get what you put out there. You get cheap labor. But, you know, I don't know. I, I think a lot comes with, like you said, youth. Yeah. Lack of pay. Like it wasn't a high paying yeah, position. These, you know, yeah. I, I learned a do lot shit for ten bucks an hour, you can kiss my ass. Yeah, I, yeah. I was I was, you know, at, at uh at a certain point I was working for this little tiny uh tiny like franchise uh printing press and uh it became my responsibility. There was there was the owner, uh the the account guy, like the accounting guy, uh the sales guy and the and the pressman and it, it was then me. And it came down to at any point, if there was something wrong with the job, it wasn't anyone else's fault. They'd be like, you, you F this up, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, you know, you guys give me the designs. You got to check them. The press guy got to check it. This guy, like at a certain point, it became kind of stressful to the idea of like, it was, it it just shit rolled downhill every single time. You were the fall guy. Yeah. And it was just like, I think a part of me wanted to, solve the problems in the place and another part of me was just kind of frustrated at at that role because you know it's it's 
I've learned since then you need a second eye. If you're, if you're going to print something out, especially because it's permanent, you need somebody else to look at it and be like, yeah. you've been staring at it for four you're, hours. And your brain plays tricks on you, yeah. too. Your brain has the ability to fill in gaps. Yeah. Right? And you've seen these kind of like corny posts on Facebook. If you can read this backwards and it's or it's the first letter of every word is accurate and the rest of the letters aren't, yeah. your brain can put that together. I catch myself often, you know, somebody that's an educated person uh, missing words, you know, like... Because your brain reads the word there, but it doesn't see it. So you need another set of eyes in yeah. printing for sure. Yeah. So like, you know, it, it's certain things like that where maybe I didn't have the maturity to like handle the situation the best way possible. But at the same time, it's like you're put in these toxic environments where you're just like, what? Why are you have to be such a dick about it? There's you a know? lot of dicks out there too. Yeah. A lot of dicks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I guess do. that's, yeah. that's tasty nuggets. I I, guess. Uh, a lot of dicks out there. <laughs> That's we're gonna wrap it up on that. <laughs> um, are you a Clerks fan? Huh? Did you ever see Clerks oh, the yeah. original? Yeah. yeah. I was just telling on the new on the news show. I was saying how uh, me and my friend would go across the street to that Quick Stop and buy yeah, uh, yeah and buy uh, Camel no filters for his dad. Humpers. We used to call those humpers. Oh, oh man. I was like, how do you smoke? Like this is. I that mean, rest in peace. The guy did that. That Marine guy. He oh, smoked right. those. So bad. Humpers. Yeah, my friend's dad was a cop. And he would just sit there and like watch sports and like drink beer. And he used like to look over his... at me in the truck and be like, "Hey, Jimmy, you want a humper?" <laughs> 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 yeah. So, yeah. did you see? Have you seen like Kevin Smith around I shooting? I saw that they started filming the the third one. I don't, you know, I, I I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Mm. Uh, I never saw the second one. Mm -hmm. I am a, an adamant fan of the first one. The first one was the right place, right time. Oh, classic. You know, especially for relatability for my age. You know, it's a total '90s movie. It's a '90s yeah. classic. I can spit fire off a ton of lines. Like, I knew you uh, mean I'm number 38. <laughs> you suck 37 dicks before me. <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> the dude, uh, Bob Fissler, I think is his name, was one of the kids on the roof playing playing oh, hockey. Oh, hockey, hockey, yeah. So I got to see a bootleg of it before it, like, was, like, they're like, this is going to be big. I'm like, it's black and white. This is weird. But, like, uh, you know, I got to see it before it was, like, you know, huge. It, 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 to me, it, it, it's such a cult classic. It's, like, a must-see. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, but he's local cat. Even when I saw it originally, I didn't actually realize the first time that I saw it that it was right up the, the road mm. in Leonardo. Oh, really? AKA Middletown, but division of Middletown. Yeah, Leonardo, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, he made a couple really good ones, but I saw that they started the third one they're filming. They're shooting Atlantic Highlands, Leonardo. Yeah. I guess Kevin stays around here or, or he something lives like in, that. He lives in California now, but he has a lot of ties because of his business that's here. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not like Bruce Springsteen that like, you know, pops in everywhere. Well, he's not also that same level of affluence. You know what I mean? Like he's I successful, but I, I wouldn't make him comparable to Bruce Springsteen. I don't know. I don't know what his network, what is uh, like Kevin Smith's network? Can, well, the, the, like I said before, you have the world of information at your fingertips. You do. But, um, I, from what I understand, that film is going to be based off of his own life experience in the sense of he almost had that near fatal heart attack back in 2018 oh. so apparently what's the guy's name that that's the guy that works in the video store dante or randall no randall yeah it's about randall and randall apparently has this heart attack or something like that from what i got yeah they're bringing in uh rosario Daw dawson they're they're shooting it I, I was i'm tempted to like just drive 
drive around those spots and be like, Is see he what's there? going on. Yeah. I was also a big fan of Mall Rats. I like that movie a lot. Kevin Smith has a little less money than Bruce. Springsteen. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> Twenty-five million versus five hundred million. I mean, yeah, I mean that's still good. Although mil, you, know, you know, I don't. You know, don't how know much that. more do you need? You know. Um, well, I saw this. You know, totally side topic. I know we're out of it, but I saw this guy do this rice analogy of. Um, Bill Gates's money. Uh-huh. Did, you, did you ever see this? And the difference between one million uh-huh. and one billion. Uh-huh. So like they, they literally took rice. He went to like almost like a, f- a food supply restaurant and got those big satchels of rice and showed it like in increments. And it's just like the one million. And then like the, the one billion is this huge. Huge yeah. fucking it's like a million pile it's a million millions of rice and they were like here's like 25 million and it's like the, like five pieces of rice <laughs> this is what jeff bezos has right now yeah so bruce got half a billion and yeah. uh he's doing all right for himself yeah they're all they're all doing pretty good but yeah i wanted to i wanted to drive by either the quick stop or see you know if uh what's what's who do they aware. have like any memorabilia inside quick stop they they actually built like it's called the Smod Castle. They built a whole like theater next to I it. I heard. Yeah. It's a podcast theater. Yeah, so it's kind of weird it. though. It's in like Leonardo. Yeah. And uh probably taking some business away from me. Uh yeah. Because uh, it's a uh, Kevin Smith and, <laughs> you know, it's uh, hard to uh compete with yeah, the Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know how I don't really know with all the COVID stuff if they're really pushing it cuz I haven't seen it advertised. I mean, he's got 25 mil, so he'll be all right. Yeah, I don't think he, you know, he's doing it out In the of, meantime, don't go there, come here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if it's I don't even know if it's open. Uh, so they built that on uh, the adjacent building to I that? I think so. It's like where the RST video was. Like Wasn't there door. like a point in time that they, that Quick Stop post that movie wasn't even actually open? I think it did close at some point. Yeah. They bought the sign. They, they got a new sign, and they, they got the new one. They put it in Secret Stash. Mm. Um, I've never been in there in Red Bank. Yeah, I used to go in there. I used to go into when it was Comicology on White Street or Monmouth Street. It was on what, which one's Count Basie on? White, White Street. White Street. So when it was on there, I used to take the bus and go there. And I used to buy magic cards from that store. And Jay Muse actually worked there when I would go in. It was when they first, somebody owned it and then they bought it. And then I was going in and Jay knew my brother growing up because he's from Highlands and I'm from Highlands. And he'd be like, hey, you're Jimmy's brother. And like he would hook me up. Like he would, would he sell a song to you. 20 bucks little man put that shit in my hand he would like he did the math all like wrong on how like i I would buy all these packs and he did the math like i don't know he hooked me up though it was really cool do you use apex cards no no what's apex they're a certain type of magic cards aren't they no don't 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 even try bro yeah don't even try we just did a magic the gathering podcast in here uh, did you finally do on Monday, it? Monday, yeah, on Monday. I think I think Homeboy just walked in. He'll, he'll tell you all about it. Yeah. Um, I was not here because I had to go pick up equipment, uh-huh. so I missed it out. But he had some Spirit Master. Yeah. What? Zoomed in. <laughs> That's what it's called, the Spirit Master, I guess. I, you're just like you're like so out of it no, that you're like I'm calling you it. The truth. You're like calling it stuff that you're like. You're Is that not what it's called? I don't know any. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god. I think you're lying. I smoke rock. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Tasty nuggets. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>